This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation, and Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown, Las Vegas! With insight, opinions, and interviews, we're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now, with the latest on your Raiders and the NFL, your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moten. Welcome back to Home Stretch here on Silver and Black today, the Thursday edition on this 20th of July, 2023. I like that the year Mo has gone so fast because it means we're closer to football. There's that side of it. But holy crap, has the year gone by fast? I cannot believe that we are almost in August. Before you know it, you and I are going to be in heaven because fall will roll, roll around. We can put a jacket back on. We don't have to worry about the humidity and the heat. Uh, but man, time is flying by. Yeah, I, if you know me well, you know I'm not a guy who loves the summer. Between <laughs> mosquitoes eating my flesh and the humidity in New York City, <laughs> between July and August, not a fan. Um, I do enjoy having a lighter schedule because it allows me to kind of dig into rosters across the league because as a lot of people know, I cover the entire league, not just the Raiders. So it gives me a chance to kind of catch up on what teams have done or what they plan to do and the upcoming yeah. season, but I'm excited for, for preseason. A lot of the fans don't say that unless they're attending a game. Yeah. But to me, the preseason is our first kind of taste of the actual, of actual football action. We're kind of getting into, into rhythm. We get Murph back on. Yes. He was at a game last year or two where he had some strong reactions to it. And of course the Rays went four and no, and there was some optimism. So there's some fun in that preseason stretch. Yes, and he's going to be out at the 49er Raiders preseason game with nice. our good friends uh, over at Raider Dad, great charity. Uh, nice. Of course, the the One Nation Foundation has grouped up mm-hmm. with Raider Dad, so make sure you that's check great. them out and give where you can. Um, but yeah, that's going to be interesting. By the way, when you talk about mosquitoes, like I think people think about New York City. Now, we know the parks in, in New York City, of course, Central Park, most people are familiar with. There's other parks, of course, um, in, in Midtown, where Midtown Mo resides. Um <laughs> But but otherwise, though, where are the mosquitoes? Where do they get you? Like walking down the street or is it when you're like in a park? For me, it's while I'm sleeping. They come out at night. Oh, so. as, soon as, as soon as I go to sleep, I wake up the next yeah. day and I have two bumps on one arm, another two bumps on another arm, another one on my back, another one on my shoulder. One bit me like right below my lip two days ago. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah, it, it's... That's- that's just you're I, so damn. You're just so damn sweet, Mo. People just want to take a bite uh, out of you. Yeah, I, 
I, I, I don't like that label. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, here's the deal. I'm going to give you, are you ready for this? And I just learned this a couple weeks ago. Our mosquitoes here have not been very bad this year. Thank God, knock on wood. Um, but what you do, here's what you got to do. You get, you can buy, go to like a, a Dwayne Reed. See, I know my stores in New York and get like a little mesh pouch, buy a bar of Irish spring soap. You ready? You with me so far? I'm with you. And then you go buy little uh, citronella oil, the oil, the actual oil. You take the bar of soap, you put it in the thing, you put citronella oil on top of the soap, it seeps into the soap, and it's a natural way to keep flies and mosquitoes away. You're welcome. Really? Yes. So put one in your room next to your bed so they leave you damn alone while you're sleeping. So is there, because you know, there are like 50 different brands of Irish Spring soap. Is there a specific... I or. I bought the 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 true brand version. Now, yeah, it could be a Dwayne Reed version, it could be a CVS version. I don't know, but I went with the real one because that's that's what I was told by a friend of mine who's like almost like a naturalist out camping and kayaking and all that kind of stuff. And he's like, dude, it works. Nice. You have to keep it in close proximity to you. So like put it right next to your bed uh and keep those buggers off you. So we'll see. So we'll get a report back if Mo takes my advice. But anyway. So, so so there we go. We, we're giving you mosquito <laughs> repellent advice on this show, along with Raider opinion. Yeah. We, Stop talking about mosquitoes. Talk about football. Okay, we will. But we're going to let you talk about football. So we're going to get to, by the way, Mo, uh, I saw your piece yesterday uh, up on uh, Bleacher Report, eight NFL players headed to make or break season. There were no Raiders on that list, but you had three quarterbacks on that list, which goes to our earlier conversation. Go read the story, by the way, by Mo. Keep track of the league, see what's going on. Um, but it goes back to the conversation about would you trade to get that number one quarterback? We've learned so many times. It's never guaranteed. So even if you get Caleb Williams, and yes, he looks like an amazing prospect. I think he'll be successful in the NFL, but you never know. And so that list that you did of those eight players, some big names on that list, including three quarterbacks. Right. And, and just for full transparency, Trayvon Merrick was a consideration to go on that list because mm. I believe he is headed into a make or break year because if he doesn't perform up to part this year in his second year under Patrick Graham, they may move on from him or just sign a safety in the middle of the season. He may have to fade back into a reserve role. Yeah. But he didn't make the list simply because I tried to focus on big names, former first rounders or guys who are looking for a new contract. So the only second round, the only non first round pick on that list was J.K. Dobbins. He's a running back who wants a new contract. Newsflash, he's probably not going to get it. <laughs> if you look at Josh Jacobs and Dalvin Cook and Joe Mixon and Austin Eckler, the way they've been handled, J.K. Dobbins, who doesn't, ha doesn't even have a 1,000-yard season on his resume, is not going to get a new contract. But to your point, it's all about the quarterback in this league. I know it's a complete team. Quarterbacks don't win and lose games by themselves. But it starts with the quarterback position because if you have a top-tier quarterback, if you get that transcendent quarterback, if you get that franchise player, then you can kind of skimp at other positions where you don't have to spend as much at wide receiver mm -hmm. or running back or your offensive line because you have a quarterback who's at his best and can move. Once you get that position figured out, like the Bengals had, and I know they had the first overall pick, like the Jaguars have, I know they had the first overall pick. Once you get that figured out, then you can kind of go from there and say, okay, let's now build around that quarterback and give him the best supporting cast so he can succeed. Absolutely. No. So make sure you go up there and read most stuff on Bleacher Report. Mo, when is your Bleacher Report Live coming up? Bleacher Report Live is coming up on Monday, July 24th. 
that'll okay. be for contending teams. No disrespect to the Raiders, but they won't be discussed in that <laughs> live because they're not a they're not a Super Bowl contender. But I will have a Raiders specific live stream coming up Wednesday, July 26. I'll talk about training camp battles as we briefly touched on today. What type of battles, what battles am I going to be looking at? And who do I think is going to come out on top and win those position battles? I just gave it away for the right guard position with Greg Van Roten. But mm-hmm. as you mentioned, there are a lot of battles on the defense that have to yeah. be decided. And I'll talk about that on Wednesday. And so Mo begins the run on the treadmill uh, of the NFL season as he does two lives and two shows with us next week. And then, of course, as we get to we got about a month and a half left before we start going to our full schedule of shows as well once we get into the season and postseason. Uh, so that'll be fun. All right, let's get to your mailbag questions. We start off with our good friend Jordan Ford, who's written into the show many times uh, from St. Louis, Missouri. He says, Scott and Mo, what if we're all wrong about this season? It seems like when Raider Nation has expectation, we always fail. But when we expect them to do horrible, they always win. So my question is, Jimmy G actually stays healthy. What is the record? My guess, 10-7, and seven, wild card win, one game in the playoffs. I hope you all have a great week. Again, that's Jordan Ford in St. Louis. We talked about expectations at the beginning of the show, um, and God bless Jordan. He says 10 and 7. We have it the opposite direction, 7 and 10 from a record perspective. But I also mentioned this earlier too, Mo. You know, Things click and stuff just happens, and you never know. Yeah, as I said earlier, um, we're just giving opinions. No one obviously – has a crystal Nobody. ball. I know I like to play Mastradamus at times, but no one actually <laughs> knows what's going to happen. So that's why I tell fans, you know, believe in your team, root for your team and yeah. expect your team to win games because we, we don't know the outcome yet. So the best thing you could do is, is be optimistic. If you're a fan who's emotionally attached and, you know, gets bummed after losses and overly excited after wins. But as you said, I have an opposite of Jordan. And I say seven to 10 instead of 10 and seven, even if Jimmy Garoppolo stays healthy, simply because, Aside from Jimmy Garoppolo's injury history, I, I just don't think he's the quarterback that's going to take you over the top. Can he? Can he get a, a you know a complete football team to the playoffs? Sure, he can. We saw him do it with the 49ers. But the Raiders roster compared to the 49ers roster, I hate to say it, Raider fans, because I know the Bay Area beef back in the day was alive. But 49ers roster is pretty stacked. Raiders yeah. roster, specifically on defense. Not stacked. So Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> doesn't have the same supporting cast that he had in San Francisco. So right. I don't expect the same winning outcomes that he had over in the Bay Area with the other team. Correct. And again, though, I will say the difference between seven and ten and ten and seven sometimes can be pretty, yeah. pretty narrow. It's and thin. so and so you could win three games you shouldn't really win and suddenly find yourself with ten wins. And that's that's your point, right? We're we're not yeah. we don't know what the future is. So you could end up being right, Jordan, if everything clicks and goes well, and suddenly Tyree Wilson's defensive rookie of the year, and I mean has has twelve sacks. I mean, there's all kinds of things that could happen, and and so if that happens, then then it's it's uh, obviously a possibility. Really quick, I'll say this: Who had the Raiders going to the playoffs in 2021 <laughs> after John Gruden resigned, Rich Basaccia taking over? What happened with exactly. Henry Ruggs, Darren Waller missing a whole lot of time? Would mm-hmm. you have thought that team would have gone 10 and seven and gone to the playoffs? No, but they no did way. anyway. Because I remember writing pieces late that season, going over the playoff scenarios for the Raiders to make the playoffs, and people were like, "Mo, you're wasting your time writing these articles. <laughs> the Raiders are not going to the playoffs. This is when they were yeah. under 500." And then they went on a run. I believe won four straight games. Go ten and seven, go to the playoffs. So, as to my point and to Jordan's email, anything can happen. So yeah. I, I wouldn't say ten and seven is impossible. 
I just don't think it's going to happen. Right. I think but it's shout out to Jordan. <laughs> yes, Jordan's a good listener. We appreciate it. And thank you again for the mail. All right. On to our second question, uh, an email. It's from our good friend, Gary Harkinreader. We haven't heard Gary. from him in a couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, and he says, hi, Scott and Mo. As you know, I'm long-winded to get to my question. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, Gary. But, Gary. but Gary, we appreciate it. We don't always yeah, read do. the full question sometimes because you'll, you'll go on some, you'll make some points, which are great, but I share them with Mo and we're good. And I just want you to know you can write as long as you want. Yeah. This time I'll give you the question first. Which subordinate coach or coaches are on the hot seat? DZ and McDaniels clearly have Mark Davis, so they're not going anywhere anytime soon. DZ and McDaniels bring in players that they expect the coaching staff to forge coal into diamonds. So who's on the hot seat? All the best, Gary. Uh, P.S. If you've ever seen the movie Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross with Alec Baldwin, Alec Baldwin's a hotshot manager. He explains who he is. I've seen it as one of my favorite movies, actually. Gary, very funny. Um, he's telling him the ABCs always be closing, right? Because they're Have you seen the movie, Mo? I have not seen the movie. You got to add that movie. Great acting. He says, well, that's the mantra for the Raiders coaches. Always be coaching. Anyways, great movie. You can see the always be closing clip on YouTube. Not only that, but my favorite from that movie, and I say it all the time on the show, close, only closers get coffee, which is another line from the movie. So if you ever hear that, Mo, that's where it comes from. Because the guy, the salesman's not doing well, and he goes to get a cup of coffee, and Alec Baldwin yells at him, put that coffee down. He's like, what? What are you talking about? He's like, only closers get coffee. So Josh McDaniels gets no coffee until he can close <laughs> out games. But Gary, to his question about hot seat coach, we talked about Patrick Graham earlier in the show. I think he's number one. No question. I think Patrick Graham is number one. And among the position coaches, defensive backs coach, Chris, Chris, Chris Ash and yeah, Jason yeah. Simmons, who's the uh, defensive passing game coordinator. I think all three of those guys would be on the hot seat because they, they're going to be expecting a lot of their secondary especially if, if if the front end of the pass rushers can't get to the quarterback, they're going to have to develop some young guys. And if those guys don't show any promise, the defensive backs coach, the cornerbacks coach, and defensive coordinator all have to be on the chopping block, so to speak, or yeah. on the hot seat, I'll, I'll say as a better term to use. Because the Raiders' defense, as we talked about, hasn't been good for how long? And at mm. some point, you have to make you have to make some strides on defense. It can't, it can't be all in the offense. Now, the, the Raiders have spent a lot of money on their offense. There has to be some balance. If you want to be a playoff team, if you want to be a contender, you got to have some roster balance, and the defense has to step it up. Right, and they're not going to fire offensive coaches because Josh McDaniels is basically the offensive coach. Right. So it's not going to happen that way. Uh, and the Raiders' defense has been deplorable, so you, you have to improve there. There has to be improvement. I'm not saying they're going to be a top-10 unit, but, but I think, Gary, that, yeah, that's exactly why we talked about it earlier in the show, too. And always, thank you for the question, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Amazing movie, amazing actors, and thank you, Gary. Uh, and it's funny because the get closers get coffee. I talk about it all the time, so it's good. All right, on to our final question for this edition of the, the Raider Nation Mailbag. Uh, comes to us from David in Las Vegas. Says, hey, guys, what's the deal with the stupid poll you put up this week? <laughs> <laughs> uh, trade Adams and Mad Max? Are you guys smoking something funny? No. Uh, those guys are franchise are the franchise right now. To me, they're both untouchable and should retire Raiders. Again, David in Las Vegas. David, thank you, and it's okay that you thought the poll's stupid. I'm okay with that. Um, but as we talked about earlier, Mo, the, the, the issue is if the Raiders win two games next year, do you think they're going to be in a position to win a Super Bowl with Devontae Adams in the course of his career? My answer would be no. Uh, do you think Mad Max Crosby – 
with all all as great as he is, and I'm not again, I'm not advocating they trade him. I'm saying it's in the realm of possibility. You brought up the the Mac and Cooper trades, which no one ever thought would happen either. My point is, if this goes from kind of rebuilding to a complete rebuild, then you have to. I mean, you have to consider it, not have to do it, but you have to consider it because you're in a position, just like every every product player, whatever you want to talk about, they have a shelf life. And while Mad Max is early in his career, and I love the guy, Devontae Adams, if, if they go, if they win two games, I w- if I'm him, I'm like, yeah, guys, can we figure out how I get out of here? I'm going to go win before my career is over. David, uh, I want David to listen closely because, like I said, <laughs> when, when tweets go out and, and polls go out, people um, read them and just kind of react to them. But there's, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a context behind that. And as I explained earlier in this show, the way I frame that question to Scott is if the Raiders want Khalid Williams, let's say they want Khalid Williams, they, they go three and 14, but they're not mm-hmm. bad enough to get Khalid Williams outright. So they got to trade up to get him. If you can get Khalid Williams, but you have to sacrifice or trade, g- trade Max Crosby or Devonta Adams, would you do it? If you are, if you are a person who's high, because a lot of fans have said it plenty of times this offseason already. Tank for Cleet Williams. Tank for Cleet Williams. Tank for Cleet Williams. Part of tanking sometimes is trading one of your best assets. players. Yes, yes. Trading assets to move up. So if you're not, if you don't have the number one overall pick, you're not going to get Cleet Williams with the fifth pick. Right. Just not going to happen. So you're going to have to move up for that quarterback, for that quarterback you think can change your franchise. And to do that, you're going to have to give up something to get it. And all I'm Correct. saying is that if you want Cleet Williams, if you're a fan out there who says tank, 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 Get Khalid Williams, fix our quarterback position for the long term. I'm asking those people, would you mm-hmm. give up Max Crosby or Devonta Adams to get it? And also, as I said earlier, if we got up on this show and said the Raiders are going to trade Khalil Mack and Amari Cooper within months of each other, fans would have called a stupid, oh, what are you smoking? Are you dumb? <laughs> John Gruden did exactly that in a rebuild. Right. So now, what I'm saying is that, really quick, Scott, yeah, don't go. while it sounds stupid now, as you said, the se- if the season goes south and the Raiders are bad, but not bad enough to get the quarterback of their choice, you have to believe that it could happen. Correct. So, so yes, you must bookmark this conversation <laughs> and save it so we can come back and say, hey, we didn't want it to happen, but it could. But, but, but now put yourself in those shoes. So now you're your general manager, Maurice Moten, because if you were a high flute in position like that, you'd use your full name. Yeah. Um, so GM Maurice Moten, uh, your team is now in a position where you're going to miss the playoffs. You've only won three games. Your your tenderfoot quarterback went down again. You got Aiden O'Connell. It doesn't look like he's going to be the answer full term. Um, what do you do if you get to that point in the season? Would, and somebody calls you and says, hey, we want Mad Max. During the season or after the season? After the season. If you want Matt, if a team calls me for Mad Max, Max Crosby, and you get the, Adams, it, it's the Arizona Cardinals or whoever has the number one pick. I need to get the number one overall pick and and a player and another premium pick. Not just right. the number one overall pick. It yeah, needs to be price. a blockbuster trade. This is similar to what happened with the Bears and the Carolina Panthers. Now, they gave up mm-hmm. DJ Moore. He's not a star. No. He's not, a, he's not on Devontae Adams' level, of course. And this is why I say I would need more than the number one overall pick because Devontae Adams is, is arguably the top wide receiver Rudy. in the game. Yes, so it's gonna cost it's gonna cost you more than just the number one overall pick. I want another player of significance, 
and another premium pick if I'm giving up Devontae or Max Crosby. Because Max Crosby, let's be honest, is a defensive player of the year candidate. Yeah. So I'm giving up one of my cornerstone players in a blockbuster deal. I need more than it has again, it has to be multiple picks, not just a number one overall pick, multiple picks. And again, I'm not saying that I would push for this. I'm not shopping. I'm not saying that I'm I would shop Max Crosby or Devontae Adams. But if the team picking first says we don't need a quarterback, we're trading the pick, we're open for business, and they call me, I say, okay. I'll, I'll do the trade, but I need more than just number yeah. one. So I can get my quarterback and possibly get that quarterback a wide receiver if I give up Devontae Adams or an edge rusher if I give up Max Crosby. And I agree with you 100%. You have to be open to any possibilities, especially if it goes – now, hopefully that doesn't never happen, so you don't have to even consider right. it, right? That's 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 what I hope happens because – if, if it goes that bad, there's going to be a lot of peop- angry people that we got to talk to on the show every week, and it's less fun. When you guys are in a good mood, it puts us in a better mood. So selfish reasons, I want the Raiders to do well as well. But uh, we'll see how it all rolls out. But, but David, thank you for the, for the uh, feedback on the, the, the poll. Uh, we certainly appreciate it. And, again, if you want to mail us and get your question or comment on the air, it could be a comment. It doesn't have to necessarily be a question. Mail us at mail at silverandblacktoday.com. That's mail at silverandblacktoday.com or hit us up on our Twitter handles. Go ahead, Mo. Quick point to David and anyone else, again, who who didn't like the poll. Here's the thing in the NFL, right? Would you rather have a franchise quarterback or a top edge rusher or wide receiver? To me, the answer is a no-brainer. You'd rather have a franchise quarterback because I'm sure the Bengals would rather have Joe Burrow than the best wide receiver in the league. I'm sure the right. Jacksonville Jaguars would rather have Trevor Lawrence than the best edge rusher in the league or or Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald's right. a fantastic player. You don't trade Amazing. Aaron Donald. But if you're choosing between Aaron Donald and Joe Burrow or Trevor Lawrence, you take the franchise quarterback. No brain. Right. And I understand people's point of view that, but well, you could draft the quarterback number one. There's no guarantee he'll be a franchise quarterback. Well, right. that's true. That's of every player. I mean, Max Crosby was a fourth round draft pick. Who, who, right. who would have thought? I, I didn't think he would be a defensive player of the year candidate in his career. He proved us all wrong. He's an amazing player. He worked his ass off to do it. Okay. Nothing is guaranteed, but in the NFL, I'm sorry you, to your point, Mo, it is a quarterback driven league. You have got to address the quarterback position. I don't think the Raiders can wait three years to address the quarterback position. They got to do it in the next, I mean, next, next class, 2024 draft class is very good. So you have to make a move. Something you have to do something to get a quarterback, uh, I believe, high in the draft next year. So we'll see. But hopefully they can do it a different way and don't have to part ways with either one of those players. So we'll see how it all ends up. All right. That's going to close it out for this edition of Silver and Black today and Odyssey Original Podcast. Of course, the rookies are in camp today. Veterans report next week. Mo, anything coming up uh, besides the Bleacher Report lives we talked about? Anything coming up uh, people need to be on the lookout for as it comes to your writing duties? I actually had an article on sports not go up late Wednesday or the middle of the day Wednesday running mm-hmm. backs who can seize opportunities in the absence of Josh Jacobs. It wasn't out when the show, when we recorded this, but it's out now up on sports. Not I talk about all the running backs that are on the roster right now, mm-hmm. all of them backups. Uh, most of them had some time in the preseason last year, but didn't get any carries or not many carries because Josh Jacobs completely went off and had a career year. But those guys will have an opportunity to run with the stars. And I think one of those guys or two of those guys can have a significant or a decent workload, even if Josh Jacobs reports back. Because Deshaun Rio, the Athletics, said that he expected Zamir White to have 
a sizable role regardless of what happens with Josh Jacobs. So I think Zamir White is obviously in the mix. The Raiders drafted him in the fourth round last year, but I think people need to take a look at guys like Britton Brown and Sincere McCormick and maybe Austin Walter as a third down pass catching running back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good stuff. Make sure you go up and read it on sportsnot.com. Mo tweets it out. So if you want to find it probably faster and easier, you can find it there as well. Make sure you subscribe to the show wherever you get your audio. Go ahead, hit subscribe, put on the auto download. That way, every time we push a new show, it's there for you as well. Subscribe on YouTube, hit the notifications bell. And also want a big a shout out and thanks to our great producer, Mike Robier, part of our Odyssey team. Great, doing great work for us, not only here with the audio, but also with the video and the social yeah. cuts you see, which people seem to, to totally dig, which is awesome. You get a little a taste for what we're talking about on the show. And certainly, uh, do we've got a lot of good feedback on yesterday's conversation, or I should say Tuesday's conversation, on Josh Jacobs. So at least we get it right every once in a while. Um, but there's always people who don't think it's right. But anyway, it's good. We love we love the discussion. Always respectful disagreement. We appreciate that too, and uh, we appreciate all of you. So Mo, have a good one, man. We will talk to you again on Tuesday. Talk to you on Tuesday, and by then I'll be back. As you said, back on the wheel, back in the rhythm of things. (laughs) Training camp will be here. Football is back. Yes. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Have a great weekend, Raider Nation. Again, for Mike Robbier, the producer. For Mo Moten, I am Scott Colbranson. This has been Silver and Black Today in Odyssey, original podcast covering your Las Vegas Raiders. Take care, everybody.